What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of ECA. We're on episode 25. Um, we got the whole gang here. We got gang. Dominic. Hello. JT. Hello. Christian. What's up? Josh and myself. Yo. Today we got quite a few topics on various uh, fandoms, including like Marvel. I'm not sure about DC. I know I have some Lord of the Rings and definitely Star Wars. Star Wars. Yep. Um, I guess we can go ahead and start off with some news that JT got. Um, starting off with this episode would be Ant-Man 3 is back. Or, I guess, it's confirmed. confirmed. It's confirmed. Yeah, it's a, it's, For it's number three. There. Yes, yes, right. yes. It rightfully deserves. Yes. What do you guys think about this? I'm it, so glad it's going to be a trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Such, I, I'm such, hoping such what they're going to do for a, a third villain. You know? Because... Think about Ant-Man, how important he was to the events of Endgame. Mm-hmm. And just like the MCU, like he's pretty important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like quantum physics, the pin particles that allowed them to go back in time. Like all that was because of Ant-Man. So Ant-Man deserves a third movie more than anyone he else. He does deserve it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just interested to see what they do. Are they going to go S.H.I.E.L.D.-based like they did with Ghost? Are they going to go Ant-Man-based where it's like a, oh, en- Ghost, yeah. uh, an enemy of Scott Lang? You know how the first one was? Mm-hmm. You know how they're going to... Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see. You know, I'm, I'm excited for... Uh, the crew what to if come they back. tease his daughter like growing up? Like, I think they are going to. Three things like, I think. The there are three things I think that might happen in the next Ant-Man film. One, I think they're going to make Ant-Man one probably like the most important characters right now in the MCU, especially mm-hmm. with what happened after uh, what happened after Endgame as well and how the quantum realm plays such a huge role in it. So I think he will probably like. Probably like one of the one of the main characters in this universe. Like we already have Captain Marvel, we have Black Panther, we have Spider Man. So I think Ant Man might be like that fourth most important character in the MCU most as definitely. of right now. Um, what else? Love Paul Rudd. Right. He, he's a great person. Trust me, I know. Um, <laughs> Tom knows him personally. Yes, yeah. I do. We're best friends at this pals. point. Did you tell him about our podcast? Since y'all are best friends? No, no, I did not. Oh, okay. do, do you okay. do you really think I would think about that when I'm going to meet Paul Rudd for the first time. Next time, just give him our business card that apparently we're making. Ah! Uh, So, (laughs) uh, what else was I going to say? So, I also think they're probably going to, um, Cassie, of course, is going to get older, and so she might actually, you know, become her alter ego at this point. Hopefully, they do introduce some aspect of it. Yeah. And then, what else I want to see in the third Ant-Man movie? I want to see more of, um, Dr. Hank, uh, Dr. Hank Pym, and not Hope, but I want to see more of Janet. Janet. Mm. I definitely want to see, mm. yeah, I definitely want to see them uh, in action this time fighting side by side because we got a little bit, so nice. we got a little bit of an Ant Man and Ant Man the yeah, Wasp, but that was like a flashback, and end. it was a missed opportunity for both of them to be in Endgame, participate in the final battle, so that was a, that was a huge missed opportunity in my opinion, so I hope Ant-Man 3 can make up uh, so we can actually see you know, both of those two fighting, fighting together, the original Ant-Man and the original Wasp, so that's what I hope to see in the uh, next Ant-Man movie and definitely, of course, more hope than die because I really mm-hmm. love her. Mm-hmm. I I definitely think that um, you gotta look at the timeline here. Timeline here. Um, this movie will probably be coming out uh, probably like phase five ish. Um, probably somewhere around that area. What will be already out? Uh, Miss Marvel, uh, She Hulk, Doctor, um, Strange. Doctor Strange, uh, a lot of Young Avengers, um, Kate Bishop, um, a lot of you know leading up to um and i'm hoping that this movie uh basically just says hey we're gonna start new with these new characters let's bring these in you know you know bring these characters in and bring them along with uh um the new timeline almost so uh and i know that was something that they said that it was rumored that uh they were going to talk about bringing those like the young avengers like kind of starting them up and so along that movie. yeah along that line you would have the spider you know spider-man uh kate bishop she hulk you would have um by that time you'd probably have uh Photon or um, what's her name speed and uh, uh wakan uh, yeah, whatever um and then you would have miss marvel uh you would have all these young and new uh members and it's just i just want to see something 
start up from this. Yeah, because yeah. like so far at this point, like already confirmed, we already have Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have um, why well, I, f- I forgot Ant Man's daughter's name, Cassie. 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 Uh, I think her name was Stature in the comics. That mm-hmm. was a superhero name. And then we'll have Miss Marvel, so that's three already. Mm-hmm. And so add in uh, We Can and Speed, mm-hmm. and then possibly some more characters coming up. Right. Maybe even Miles Morales be introduced in a future Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. That's assume, already six I people. I would assume like right Shuri there. would be in there yeah. too. Like, possibly, yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think Shuri has ever like served on the superhero team. Uh, but she can play like but a yeah, she can, like yeah. role. Kind she of. can be like Tony. They're Tony, like the, mm-hmm. the tech expert. Right. So yeah, I can do. De- I didn't yeah, even think of that. Sure, you can be a great part of the younger people. Yeah, I, I could def- go down that route. Yeah, I could definitely see some chemistry between her and Peter. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, with Ant Man and Wasp being, like, one of the few Avengers that are so, like, active, besides Black Panther, mm-hmm. they're, like, the only few people in, in Captain Marvel who can, like, teach the young Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of be like the mom and dad of the group of the, of the, all the new Avengers, yeah. kind of like the caretaker of the two, mm-hmm. because they're like one of the last few Avengers that are like down earth. They're not running an empire like Black Panther. And they're not protecting the galaxy. Like Captain Marvel, they're down earth people that live on earth, like normal people. They have mm-hmm. really good suits and they have experience with Captain America, Iron Man, you know, the greats at this point, I would assume some time has passed and Iron Man and Captain America's legacy has went on and been like, mm-hmm. they're known as the greats. Like they're in, they're in the superhero, the legends. The legends. Yeah. They're in the superhero version of like the hall of fame. Mm-hmm. So having worked with them, they can definitely have some experience in that um, realm. Yeah. yeah. Teaching the new Avengers and just guiding them just in general. And yeah, like I'm excited. Uh, and I hope Michael Douglas and, um, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer come in, come back because I love the whole Ant Man family. Like all yeah. them, yeah. I like. You know who else I want to see back in it? Uh, Bill Foster, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Oh, I would yeah. love to see him mm-hmm. come back. Yeah, yeah. Because because in the, in he was the original uh, Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. yeah. But the they original kill him off in Civil War. Boo. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would if he like his his suit back. And then they can have like all the blue three yellow, of them, the classic suit, possibly yeah. And then uh, if they have like uh, the original Ant Man, the original Wasp, and Goliath uh, fighting together, I think that would be really cool to see. So I hope they bring back like the OGs of like the Ant Man universe. Yeah, they can maybe back, they can uh, maybe do that by having uh, the movie start off uh, showing us like a mission. That Goliath, Ant Man, and Wasp did mm-hmm. back in the '60s, right? And then a villain from that mission that they thought was like long dead comes back. Yeah, so they would have to team up, and and they Marvel, would. Have, I hope you're listening. They would have old <laughs> veterans like Hank, like Hank Pym and mm-hmm. and uh, wow, what's Janet, Janet, Janet yeah, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character combined with uh, Paul Rudd yeah. and um, Scott Lang and, and Hope Van Dyne. Scott, and yeah, Hope Van Dyne. So like the new Michael old Lee. veterans with young talent. That'd mm-hmm. be like that'd be a really good movie. That'd yeah. be a really good concept, and they could bring back some old suits, <laughs> give upgrades to the new suits, uh-huh. and it would be yeah, it'd be cool. Wait, maybe you should write Ant Man three. Um, <laughs> what we got next, Darren? Um, let's see. We got some. What did you write down? You had Deadpool three. Be oh yeah. Um, we've already discussed it, but it's confirmed. Uh, Deadpool is going to be in the MCU. Uh, and it's going to be, I think they said, Phase 5, if they're, again, if they're going with these phases. Um, but I, I just like the idea that he's going to be interacting with all these characters now. Because it just gives more, uh, you know, more of his style of, you know, he plays off characters really well. Uh, especially, like, in the comics when you see him in Spider-Man or him in Wolverine or whatever. Like, like, they just bounce off each other really well. And the banter between them is, you know phenomenal so i'm glad that he's back um still yet to see if it's going to be rated r um i think they probably will go with that route uh that's just my opinion um just to kind of see i think his his solo movie will be r and then his obviously his buddy buddy film will be uh pg-13 the way they want it to be that's a a good thing about deadpool he's like a a wild card you can Mm. kind of put him in any i think he adjusts to pretty much any situation exactly he's not tied down to uh 
one group specifically. Yeah. So because yeah, it would be weird to see. Have to be vulgar to be funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It'd be weird to see like Captain America in a rated R movie. It's like yeah, it's not that's not his style, especially with the whole like, language thing. Yeah, like, uh, that doesn't fit his style. But yeah, having Deadpool, that yeah. that's a really good. We're definitely ready for addition it. for mm-hmm. the MCU. So. Um, I think JT's got something else. Yeah, I, I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts on this. Um, I don't know if everybody's been aware of the idea or anything or the rumors that are going out, but apparently Jeremy Renner is in um, uh, a deep hole uh, right now. Um, have y'all heard about this the situation yeah. or whatever? I saw on Twitter. Um, for those who aren't aware and uh, don't know, Jeremy Renner, um, there are rumors going around by his ex-wife. Uh, she claimed that uh, he threatened to kill her and himself while she's allegedly saying that she is a drug ad- uh, addict who uh, shared nude photos of him with her lawyers. So it's a lot of he said, she said type stuff. Um, I know Marvel didn't really come out and say anything about it because why put out like a you know an announcement when it's basically some of this may be false, some of this may be true. Like you don't want to. From a marketing standpoint, you don't want to say something and it be completely false, and then you have to go back and kind of, you know, cover it up. And then if it if it does come out to be true, you do want to be like, okay, well, this is how we're going to do it. But but there were rumors that said that um, if it is true, uh, in the Hawkeye, um, since they've already said they're going along with the Hawkeye show, they're going to just wipe him out um, and start you know with someone else, or just say like the very beginning like he's not. You know, he's long gone. He, like, you know, left messages for Kate. And she's going to just, on her own, do this. Because we all discussed about it in the Hawkeye show that it was going to be more of, like, him teaching her along the way. But now, if this does come true, you can just cut Jeremy Renner out. And you can almost be, like, Kate has to learn her on her own. But with, like, like voice recordings or with, like, memos written down. Or notes. Or, or no- a yeah, notebook yeah. or something. Exactly. Like, you can, I mean, there... It, they, they they know how to write him off um so it, it's just I hope it's unfortunate. that doesn't i hope that doesn't happen right because i would i, mm-hmm. I don't want to see that right mm-hmm. but um i don't want to believe either one of them because i don't want to believe her because i mean even if she's if she's lying that would suck that would like, suck yeah yeah but i know the culture how it is nowadays mm-hmm. and the thing about it is there's a this is a real boy who cried wolf situation because all these um allegations come up and some of them are true, are true. some of, so yeah. and you at this point you don't know which ones are true and you don't know which ones are just until lies. you have the hard until evidence. you have the yeah. hard facts the hard evidence and i don't know so far it's they're still talking mm-hmm. disney hasn't done anything rash no. there's i think they're still waiting on what the final verdict is but i have a sure. question for you guys actually with that is uh assuming that thing this thing does go really south um of course, the plan, of course, for us, we were speculating. I think it was the only plan that makes sense is that Jim Renner's Hawkeye mentors this mm-hmm. new girl. Right. If this really does go south, like you said, would, it, would you prefer it to be, like, basically they just say that he's not going to be part of the show and he just comes as basically just, like through, like you said, voice recordings and all yeah. that? Or would you want to see this, them kind of still lean into that story with a recasting? Would you be in favor of a recasting just to be able to tell the story they wanted to tell? No, no, they they got they got too far with Jeremy Renner uh, in this character at this point. Like he's been in this role for ten years at this point, and mm-hmm. so there's just no reason to recast him. They could probably just you know write him out or just don't film any scenes with him. They probably just need to do voice recordings at this point if or they no. decide to go down that route if the allegations are true mm-hmm. so there's absolutely no point of doing the whole total recast I, I think in instances with like Hulk and when they recasted the Hulk mm-hmm. and when they did the recasting for uh Rody. excuse me for Rhodey yeah I think it was really still early yeah mm-hmm. they haven't had 10 years yeah worth they, of- they got away with that because you know it was like the MCU was like literally it was exactly. so young and yeah. Then um, the whole people kind of remember him at that time when that movie came out. They kind of remembered him for the Hulk. It wasn't until later we like associate Mark Ruffalo with the Hulk. Right. And same thing with uh, Rhodey. He he wasn't even War Machine yet into Iron Man two. So you know, and Don Cheadle's a great uh, like performer for that. Mm-hmm. But um, if I had my way, if this if this happens to be true, which I hope it doesn't, but if it happens to be true. Yeah, like recordings or a notebook. Like I could see a notebook being a big thing, like Hawkeye's notes over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, recordings or whatever. But I could see like another Hawkeye-ish mentor, like mm-hmm. someone who worked with Hawkeye and Shield that like knew him. Mm-hmm. And he's not as he's not going to be as prevalent in the in the show if Hawkeye would be in there. But he would be like that guy who's there like once an episode or yeah. something like that. But yeah. not as much as if jeremy renner was hawkeye in the show right that's like kind of like a secondary mentor mm-hmm. that's what i would prefer and then on top of that the recordings and like the the notebook thing i could see that being a huge part yeah of because uh i don't want to compare apples and oranges but in, on arrow the show arrow when it was good like the first three seasons <laughs> um uh just to recap arrow green arrow he had this idea of his father that he was a good guy and he had this father's notebook and in this father's notebook he had all all of the bad and corrupted men in star city which is where arrow lives and for the longest time he would take out these men like straight up kill them mm-hmm. like not take them out like batman like straight up put an arrow in their chest or their head until he found out that his dad was also one of the corrupted ones so he's like i don't know what to trust anymore but he used that notebook that was his like his this his his almanac that was the thing he had with him all the time if he didn't have his bow and arrow he had the notebook at least mm-hmm. so like i could see that like, and with all the experience that hawkeye had even before the mcu was a big thing i mean he right. had budapest right he mm-hmm. had all this experience and i would assume he would have some kind of a log tracking a log, yeah. all this yeah. or you you know who, who knows maybe hawkeye doesn't trust him maybe he had a backup plan and he's old-fashioned he wrote everything down just in case and he had like a little hunter's box buried somewhere behind his backyard mm-hmm. or his wife knows where it is stuff yeah. like that like they could do that but again this is all assuming that yeah. this, these allegations are true which i hope it doesn't right but i'm not gonna lose all hope if they are true right yeah. i mean it, it's it's such a tough you know place to be in especially for you know i wouldn't say like oh man i feel sorry for fans but it's like i feel bad for the people who are like going to like you've already said the show's gonna happen You've already put in the money and the budget, and you already have. I mean, you can, you know, finagle a like script somehow to be written. You know, a, like a second script after this happens. But like, if you want to go that route, then you're gonna have to just completely. If if it is true, again, I think Disney would definitely just. Oh, got an email. Um, <laughs> I think Disney will just have to completely wipe out anything future-wise of jeremy renner which sucks that would suck and he's one of the the big six mm-hmm. one of the main but it, it six, makes yeah. sense too in that case because we've already seen cap iron man hulk we've already seen them gone yeah he's kind of the last one that's not like he's he's lingering around a little bit so mm-hmm. it's kind of like they could say hey this is an easy way to just push him out and then start brand new with someone else I, I, and i would assume even if he sees in the show he was going to be on there for the first season mm-hmm. yeah and after the end of season one he would like die retire. or yeah. retire or move on and then kate bishop would be on her own right that's what i would assume even if he was on the show so they could if this happens they could just move that timeline up and just do it from the first episode yeah but um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just gotta wait to see what the facts mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, I've got yeah. It, it's and it's too early to, to like determine anything that at you know goes on with. Yeah, this just happened like what news broke like a two co- weeks co- ago. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I hope everything works out for Jeremy Renner for Disney, um, because this even show wise out of the, outside of that, it's just a a messy situation. Even with someone who doesn't have a show on the line, this is just bad. It's like bad talking, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. well, people are gonna have an idea of me without, and you know, there's some people out there who are gonna form opinions or having all the facts, and you just can't stop them. Right. So it, it kind of sucks because you know, if it's not true, then all this will happen, and then people are gonna have a tainted view of uh, yeah of of Jeremy Renner. Right. If it doesn't happen to be true, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. Exactly. So, uh, Dom, you get the next one, I think. Yes, so um, there are rumors of uh, some of the Marvel Netflix TV characters, uh, and the rumor is that uh, Charlie Cox and Kristen Ritter are rumored to play their respective characters in further MCU films. Now, only this is a rumor right now. Well, real quick, uh, Charlie Cox plays Daredevil, and Kristen Ritter is Jessica Jessica Jones. On the Netflix shows. On the Netflix shows. So, and they also got to think about when the Netflix shows were canceled. Uh, What Netflix uh, shows? (laughs) 
Shut up. They were some <laughs> good shows. They're canceled now. If that tells you some of the actors, though, I feel do deserve to be crossed yeah. over. I, three of them should definitely be in the MCU. And I think it was the two, Charlie Cox and Ritter. And then I think... Um, Charlie Connor, what? Punisher? Yes. Punisher. I, was, yeah. I agree. Punisher, yeah. Dude, the guy, I forgot his name. But he played Shane on The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Don't remember him from mm-hmm. Shane. I, I forgot his name, but he, I, and I should remember his name. But dude, his he, Punisher. He plays a perfect. A mean, yes. Dude, the courtroom scenes with him, so dark. It's like he's almost in the DC universe. Like it's like so gritty. You're talking about from the Netflix series? Yeah. You see the show? Yeah. I didn't know you watched the show. Well, I mean, I I, I, watched, I, just, I was I just, late. I was late on watching it. I just finished season one and. Uh, I agree. I, I feel like he doesn't get as much love as a lot of like Daredevil, and I still haven't seen Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, the TV you know, show, or I haven't seen Daredevil the TV show. Where have you been? I just haven't <laughs> seen it. I haven't had the time to watch it. And wow! I, wow! Okay. Well, that's that's where Punisher got his show because he's on season right. two. Yeah, I know uh, he makes his first appearance there, and then he gets a spinoff show. Yeah, I'm saying, I just feel like people don't talk about him as enough. They'll mainly talk about. Like Daredevil, and then for better or for worse, they'll mention like uh, Iron Fist every year. Mm-hmm. I hear yeah. that even Jessica Jones is like really good. Apparently, it is. It and is. They really want to put her in, in the MCU. That would be a deserving one, I guess, if you yeah. were into that. I still feel that the Punisher, to me, mm-hmm. there's no one that can top it because of how intense it is. Yeah, I agree. I don't know about Daredevil. I, I still can't make that judgment fully because I haven't seen Daredevil, mm-hmm. and I me haven't too. seen Jessica Jones. So I can't make that judgment either. But what I've seen from John Bernthal is his name. Uh, yeah. He's just so intense. It's just it, yeah. it, when the scenes that he just goes crazy and emotional, you feel it. And it's rough and it's gritty. And the last like episode, it's bloody. And they don't hold anything back as far as just how violent. It's like, it's like he's in a DC universe. Yeah, it's, it's very like, violent and it's very real yeah. about how like just hard. And they even touch on things like terrorism and just mm-hmm. things that are legit in this world. And not very superhero you can believe that there would be a guy that goes rogue like that like with Joker. a government that really does betray him like that yeah i like it the story could be a little bit better i guess and the first couple episodes could be a little bit slow but that's not the point mm-hmm. it doesn't make the show i think that's not i don't know how to word this i think the best way to cross over one of those old show uh casting mm-hmm. is not really the the quality of the story although that's very important but also how well that actor portrays that character if you can really feel like that's my Punisher. And right. for me, that is like my Punisher. Mm-hmm. And I guess for a lot of Daredevil fans, that's their Daredevil. It's just a very good Daredevil. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that, that really is the more important is just, does that character, does that actor really portray that character as best as they could and is mainly really liked? And I think he is. So, and then uh, also I wanted to say with the, uh, when they canceled all the, uh, Netflix uh, Marvel series, they were saying they were saying that if they plan to bring them back, they couldn't do it for like I want to say was it two years, two years or was two or three? Yeah, two I was gonna say five. Something I don't know like why that, I was yeah. thinking five, but yeah, they said they couldn't use those characters for five years, and so once those like two or five years are up, are we gonna still use the same actors? Are they gonna start recasting, mm-hmm. or what are they gonna do at this point? But I do, I can see them bringing back Charlie and Kristen for their characters that they play. The others, I don't know so much about. I think I know for Iron Fist, I think they're definitely going to do a recast at yeah, this point I think so. yeah. for him because his, uh, I guess the actor just wasn't well received. Well, his, his show was the weakest. Of yeah, the and it was I, the yeah, weakest. Yeah. I think so, so many people didn't like the casting of it because they wanted to see, possibly, they wanted to see an Asian uh, portray Iron Fist instead of a, a white person portraying him because they thought yeah he had a uh, real hippie vibe yeah yeah because yeah. because uh, that because Asian person playing Iron Fist will probably make more sense mm-hmm. uh, than a white person be playing Iron Fist even though Iron Fist is white in the comics but I think it would just make more sense for an Asian person to be playing him. Right. And then, of course, with Mike Coulter as a cage, I think he did an okay job. Yeah. Uh, and his show was a little bit weak at first, but it did get stronger in the second season. I would say um, out of the four, I probably think his world created, mm-hmm. like the world created around him, yeah. was probably the most, like, coolest. Like, yeah. it was like... Mm-hmm. And then the use of hip-hop in all of his... Uh, uh, that the was, show. Yeah. It made the show so contemporary. Like, I was like, man, this is probably the coolest of... I think show. his show was more connected to the MCU and the bigger MCU because uh, Luke Cage is also mentioned. I think he even appeared in a 
Cloak and Dagger as well in the uh, sec in this uh, second season that aired this past year. So uh, I think I think they should probably bring Mike Coulter back. Uh, but if they decide to recast him, I wouldn't be mad about it. But I would definitely stick with uh, Charlie and um, Kristen. Kristen, Kristen for Daredevil and uh, Jessica Jones, and then I'll even stick with uh, John for for Punisher. I still haven't seen. Punisher yet, and I know I need to. I just haven't had so the wait, time and energy. So when they say MCU, do they mean like the shows too, right? The shows yeah. too, yeah. So, so like, oh yeah, go ahead. So yeah, so movies and TV shows possibly. That mm-hmm. would be like really cool if like, you know, I don't know, end of season one of of uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, you know, mm-hmm. you see like uh, a scene from a jail, and then you see someone getting locked up, and it's Punisher, right? Or, or he's getting out. Like in his orange jumpsuit, yeah. And it's like, oh, you're are you free to go? Uh, what's his name? Punisher in the like his his name, um, not not the superhero name. Like his name in the comics. Oh, uh, his real name. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, it's on the third. I don't know. I but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. it's like Mister So and So. Yeah, you're free to go or mm-hmm. whatever. Wow, that would be like yeah, really, really cool, cool, man. And like, then I know everybody wants to see Spider Man and Daredevil team up because they're like the main New York heroes. Yeah, I mean besides Iron Man. But, Frank yeah. Castle. Rip in peace. Right. Frank, Frank Castle, Castle. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Frank Castle. Oh, yeah. Frank Castle. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. And I would definitely see that. And um, Daredevil, man, he, like like uh, JT said, he can help him out with the whole identity thing. You know, that I, mm-hmm. I would have to break some kind of public disclosure or something like that. You know, I don't know how superheroes work yeah. in the laws. Uh, I don't know how that the laws work of superheroes in the MCU, but yeah. I would assume if anyone's going to get on it, it's going to be Daredevil. Yeah, they, yeah. I think Matt I know uh, yeah, Matt either Matt Murdock, Matt Murdock or uh, She-Hulk. Because mm-hmm. I know She-Hulk deals with more of the superhero, uh, do more of the superhero legal stuff rather than uh, Daredevil. I think he just mainly deals with civilian, but they might Either change way, it in yeah. MCU, yeah. 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 I think if I were to rank those Netflix shows, I would have to go Daredevil 1, Punisher 2. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are like flip-flop for me. Uh, and then Iron Fist is just very last. And then, I don't know, do you do the Defenders? Because the, the Defenders, defenders were yeah. just, that was crap. What about Inhumans? Yeah, we don't. I've we even don't seen that. No, that's not it. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, I don't know if anyone's talking about the show, uh, but there's a show on Hulu called The Gifted, which is about the X-Men. Oh, that was on Fox. Dude. Yeah, but it's on Hulu now. Well, I don't know if it's if it's they bought by Hulu if they Hulu bought them. But they canceled they canceled the show. Fox canceled. Yeah, that sucks. Which but, is wrong. But the show was really cool. And it was like set Very. in the future. So While like, all the X Men and Brotherhood yeah, are dead. The Brotherhood X Men. So they, they talk about Wolverine like he's like a legend and it's like mm. a and Sentinel's already taking shape. Uh, you know how Sentinels are those huge robots, the Huntdown Mutants? They're already taking shape by being drones, like very super advanced drones. That hunt down uh, mutants. And the mutants on the show are really cool. They, like, because I think starting uh, at the beginning, I think the most well-known mutant in that show was Polaris. Yeah. Because she was Magneto's daughter. Yeah. And then they also had Blink. She's a well-known character in oh, yeah. uh, the she X-Men universe. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, the tribe? It was, like, Thunderfoot or something? Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Yeah, because yeah. he, he was in the, uh, he was back in the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Uh, he was in the giant size X-Men, the first issue. So when Storm, Wolverine, Nightcrawler came along, yeah. Thunderbird was in it, but he got killed later on in that uh, series. So they decided to bring him back. And then also the, uh, what are Emma Frost's uh, clones, her daughters? a classic. Chris got one of those pictures idea. from mm-hmm. Memphis Comic Expo. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Oh, yeah, what about, and, uh, uh, oh, go ahead, finish. Uh, the Stepford, uh, Coop. I always say cuckoos. I never forget. I always forget how to say their name correctly. But because they even hinted at Emma Frost being in the show with those uh, three clones as well, too. Yeah. So yeah, there there are a lot of X Men and Brotherhood references in that show. Yeah. Without the without them being in the show. Yeah. And so I, I think that's what makes it so good. Yeah. Like, X Men, X people, X people. And I was gonna say like they could definitely draw <laughs> characters from that show in consideration for the MCU. Because a lot of those characters on the show, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about them before I watched the show. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the characters were original characters. They yeah. were in the uh, yeah, and, comics. Yeah, but in, in the show, they made them like mm-hmm. descendants of the right. established. Uh-huh, with the uh, the twins. Yeah, and, you mm-hmm. know, players and all that. So, And, you know, Sentinel taking shape. It's like pre, 
pre-apocalypse because we know where where it's going. But uh-huh. it's really interesting, and I feel like that show doesn't get enough love. It, re- should, it really did. Yeah, they should definitely draw inspiration when coming up with the X Men for the MCU. What yeah. about a show like Cloak and Dagger? I, I've not I, seen I, that. It's a really good show. Like, it's uh, how can I explain it? Yeah, Dom, how can you explain? <laughs> I think you're the only one who's seen that. Am I the only one? And Runaways. Y'all oh, don't, yeah, I haven't seen Runaways. No. Y'all don't watch Runaways. I'm either. only one man, okay? Yeah, yeah. I can't sit here. I have watch. to. I, you I know what? Even, I don't even know if I have a Hulu. If I want to watch have The Office now. for the twelfth time, I want to watch that than a new show. Wow, <laughs> I'm so disappointed in all of y'all. I want to well, watch Cloak and Dagger. You didn't get to me. Oh uh, well, do you watch Cloak and Dagger? No, no but I want to. <laughs> but okay, you know what we what? all watch that comes on Fridays. <laughs> Agents of Shield. Oh Oh my! Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna uh, Jeff. But yeah, yeah, so uh, like Cloak and Dagger is a really good show. They, uh, they, I think they want. I think they make up a lot of their own original stories on that show. Like they don't take uh, anything from the uh, comp. What they do take things from the comics, but I think they just make up a lot of their own original stories that don't from the comics into that show and it's set in new orleans too so it has a heavy new orleans uh vibe to it so they talk about like you know a lot of voodoo a lot of yeah the bayou a lot of spells Uh, and all that (laughs) wow mardi gras (laughs) princess and the frog gumbo uh what are those things from princess and frog uh, Those desserts, yeah, beignets, yeah. beignets, beignets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of French, <laughs> a lot of red oui, oui. <laughs> Yeah, oui. and speaking of uh, Marvel TV, some sad news that came out earlier this week. Is it sad? Uh, is it really yeah, it, it kind of is. I mean, um, to some people, to some people, it might what, be sad. What, what happened? Uh, Jeff Love will be leaving uh, Marvel TV oh, towards the end of this, toward the end oh, of yeah, this year. Um, who was that again? Jeff Loeb? The head of Marvel TV. Okay, Marvel TV. Marvel okay. TV. Do, you, do so, you know why? Or you just want to leave? I think he was planning to leave. Um, I, I guess because uh, with Kevin Feige now overseeing like everything like movie, TV, and comic-wise, I think that, that just kind of like... I think that was like the last straw for Jeff Loeb. Wait, so is, like, is, was this the guy who like was watching over she- Agents of yeah, Shield? Yeah, he was watching everything over Marvel uh, TV. So Agents okay. of Shield, uh, Agent Carter, all the Marvel Netflix shows, all the Hulu shows, the Freeform shows. Like he was, he was over everything. So everything Marvel TV related, uh, not including uh, animated, um, he was over that. So yes. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, if he's happy with it, then good. But you know, I. I kind of trust trust Kevin Feige. Yeah. So like, it's like sort of sad, but I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, because it's like I mean, it's nothing to be sad about. And Jeff Love did some good things for Marvel TV. I mean, he gave us one of the longest running uh, live action superhero shows, which is Agents of Shield. Right. He gave us that. He gave us, uh, I won't say all four great Netflix shows. Well, excuse me, all five great Netflix shows. I always forget The Punisher. Three out of five. Um, yeah, so it's like a three out of five at this point. Um, and then, you know, on top of other things, gave us Agent Carter, which was a good show. I think it didn't deserve to get canceled so early. Uh, but it kind of is a sad, kind of a sad situation at this point. But we have Kevin Feige now, and it's like, you know, it's not so much in bad hands i think it's even this is one it might be even in better it, hands at this point this, this is one of the situations where it's one step back but two steps forward right because yeah. uh because i know people were speculating uh like was jeff Loeb's role jeff Loeb's role uh with the disney plus tv series mm-hmm. because he wasn't shown at d23 he didn't make an appearance it was just all kevin uh, feige at yeah. this point so yeah, I think they kind of knew, like, mm-hmm. we know it's going to happen. But. Right, yeah, I think they talked about behind the scenes. Yeah. Because uh, I think I think it was just all under, they wanted to do it all under uh, Jeff's terms at that point. So, uh, do you guys have any other uh, thoughts, JT, Darren, of what do you think of this situation? Uh, I mean, like, I, I agree with Christian. I think it's, you know, 
it's sad to see him go, but it's also like, oh, Kevin Feige's back. Well, we're gonna be in great hands. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, I I trust him with my life. It's kind it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like you know yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like if you like a boss gets fired, but you know this next boss is like the best, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like oh well, I hate to see you go, but welcome. Like yeah, I don't know, Darren, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I agree. Wow, that was okay. Well, okay, well, yeah, just short yeah, great, and great opinion. Just short and sweet. Great opinion. I'm um, um, curious to hop back, hop into this next thing that JT wrote down for us. He said, I don't know Wong will return in Doctor Strange 3. Oh, yes, yes. Um, so, I was assuming that was going to be the case yeah. because obviously they're, like, you know. Yeah, I, I just. Wait, do you, uh, I'm sorry. Do you guys remember wrong? what happened to Mordo? In, uh, yeah, he turned evil. He turned yeah, evil. I know, but did he, he didn't die, did he? No, no he didn't die. Okay, dude. He took that powers could be, from uh, Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, that could be a really name. good segue to make Wong a really important character. Because I feel like he's underrated. Mm -hmm. So, you know? wait a minute. This is wait Doctor minute. Strange 3, correct? Yeah. Has that already confirmed in Doctor Strange 3? Doctor Strange 3? This is Doctor Strange 2. two. You well, wrote Doctor Strange the, 3. The, the notes is Doctor Strange 3. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's, it's an accident. Oh, typo. <gasps> Sorry, typo. Typo. Yeah, Doctor Strange 2. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> well, who knows? Doctor Strange 3. Because they got to hey, make That's possible. Well, they got to so, make, make a third one. But I yeah. think JT's just speaking it into existence. So. I am. I am. So, so if just, you're right, you're right. That just tells I am us. right. Doctor yeah, but I do, I do kind of hope. I know it's going to be uh, Wanda and, and uh, Stevens movie uh Doctor Strange 2 you know but I do hope Wong is like more a, than just a side character a, yeah mm -hmm. a really good third you know he's like oh I got this you know because you know, he was kind of supporting in um both Avengers films and he was really supporting in Doctor Strange 1 but you know he was kind of like the the comedy relief but you know I want him to buckle down and be like serious you know I want him to be like yeah hit someone's falcon or someone's uh war machine you know like that guy you can depend on like he's he's mm -hmm. tough Right-hand man. Yeah, the right-hand man. Yeah. And he kind of is He's already. He's Doctor Strange's wingman. Yeah, he really is. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I do love the actor. Benedict, with Benedict, Benedict, Benedict Wong. Wong. <laughs> Benedict <laughs> He's almost like made for that character. Yeah, so. that is, that's great. Actually, that's really weird to think about that uh, two Benedicts are in the I, same movie and yeah. they're like, like, they're like tag team. Like yeah. that's Cabbage Patch and Wong. Benedict. Something Wong. Which one? Benedict Cabbage Patch. Something's Wong. He, Benedict Wong was also at New York Comic Con. I just missed he him. Was. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's unfortunate. Well, you know okay. he did? He dipped. Like he did Infinity War. <laughs> He's good. He did. Right. I mean, and, uh, when you think about it in Endgame, he did kind of have like a huge role. He was one of the ones that helped bring back like Everybody. You know, everybody. You yeah. know, Doctor Strange probably what he did. Portals. I can only I can only envision this, but I can see him, Doctor Strange being like, "Hey, we got to go help you know Cap and everybody else. They're about to you know get whooped." And then so they so Doctor Strange opens a portal, goes to Wong, tells Wong, "Hey, this is what happened." And then him and Wong are like, "Gotcha, whoop!" And then just got everybody. Yeah, I would know. I, I mean, I would assume Wong didn't get snapped. Yeah, and he was running. The, yeah, the, the mystical uh, arts, Saint. yeah, yeah. He had to run the same for the Saint five years. Yeah, for the yeah, five years, and I would assume they, that would probably be mentioned in Doctor Strange too. Yeah. yeah, like he would definitely have gained some experience. He'd be like, "Listen, Strange, you've been gone for a long time. This is what happened. This is what happened in mm -hmm. that time you were gone." And boom, that can establish him as a more important character, mm -hmm. more responsibility. Even though he was higher up than when Strange started, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like it's like being a manager and you have to command someone who's older than but you. But with that mm. being said, the caveat to that is uh, the Ancient One has always known that yeah. Strange was going to be the best yeah. sorcerer. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know. The prodigy, the prophecy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's still a little weird. Still, yeah. But he definitely prophecy. gained some experience running running everything running everything yeah in strange strange's absence exactly so what what did i have any more typos in the next one what we have next is memphis comic expo Ooh, yes that uh myself jt and dominic all attended on sunday yes we did dom i have to say your outfit your cosplay was phenomenal good job thank you you did a great job with that darren your outfit was on point. I was helping man. you out, bro. Your outfit with the uh, the the pop the fat core that was great. Thresher. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, there's pictures all over. Uh, Dom's Twitter has some. Mm -hmm. uh, our Twitter, yeah, our Instagram, East Coast Avengers Twitter. Yeah, if you want to see some photos, look yeah, it up. was it was ah oh, man, it was such a like a great a experience. experience. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it sucks because uh, I happened to be working mm -hmm. all day. Josh was unavailable because he had stuff to do, but 
it's definitely really fun whenever you know you, you can't go to a, a con like new york san diego but hey it's just as fun to go to a local you right know? Mm-hmm. and uh and it was i really packed. wish i really wish i was there because like i'm not a collector like these guys like all these guys collect pops but dude i love seeing collections and i, I don't know every Satisfying. time every time i go to darren's house he gets more and more pops and it's so <laughs> fun to see all the pops and just interact with people oh, yeah. who are into it because you know like I don't know. It's great. I mean, get, ten years ago, you couldn't do this. You couldn't right. no. talk to people as much as you can now. Yeah. Let alone yeah. have a local comic con. As you know, like that's great. That's just I'm mm-hmm. happy for that. Like honestly. Yeah. So let me talk about the the Memphis Comic Expo for a bit. So Memphis. Go comic ahead, Expo, Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think, uh, I won't say it's new, but it's been up for several years now. I think they started back in... 47. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute, though. They've had it going on for, I think, yeah. like 15, 20 plus years. Yeah. So, I know uh, Mid-South-Con's been going on for 37 years. Right. And, um, like, this con isn't big at all. Like, it's held in one part of our Agri Center if our... Memphis viewers know what that is. It's just held in one part. Like, they don't take up the whole Agri Center. And it's basically... Uh, it's basically more of a creator con. So, it has, like, mostly artists and writers there at the con. So, uh, not that it's bad or anything. I think it's really great. It just gives, you know, the artists more exposure. It helps uh, support more local art that we have here in Memphis. Shoot, I know, and, I know like... Darren and I got some, you know, some artwork that was a done. Too much. Yeah, artwork. they were they were made, you know, by local people here. Right. So and shout out to uh, Scoops Art. I follow him on uh, Instagram. Yes, sir. Shout out to Scoops. Uh, that uh, absolute carnage art was definitely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I want to probably get some commissions from uh, <laughs> you later this year. So uh, be waiting on that call for me. So uh, we also got to meet um, Chris Claremont. Chris Claremont. If you guys yes, don't sir. know who he is, he has been a, a writer for the X Men series for uncanny. a long time. He's a uncanny. big uncanny. Yeah. Writer. So and he has been uh, responsible for some of the X Men's biggest and most popular yes. storylines, including Days of Future Past and, and the uh, characters. He's Dark Phoenix too. Yeah, he's co-created oh uh, Gambit, uh, Rogue, Rogue. Uh, Rogue. Who else? Psylocke, uh, Magneto. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, Magneto's no. been a part. Yeah, well, he's, I mean, kind, of, he's kind of like X Men's Stan Lee, like you know. Kind of. Yeah, yeah kinda, you could put a it mini that Stan way. Lee, a mini one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was the big. Uh, name guests at the uh, but man, at the that con this year. Oh yeah, uh, he Kitty can. Pride too. That's a big yeah, one. Yeah, he created Kitty about. Pride too. And Emma Frost. Oh, and Mystique and um. That's what there I was, was one Mystique, more. No. Mystique blew my mind. And then he had um, a you know he scripted uh the Dark Phoenix saga. Mm-hmm. So I mean that was pretty cool. Um, speaking of the Dark Phoenix saga, I actually got my Dark Phoenix New York Comic Con pop signed by him. Yes, yeah, so yes, that's pretty yes. dope. So what? Uh, and what did oh, you we, get signed, JT? I got the uh, Wolverine um, comic that that Christian's looking at right now. I got that signed by him. Um, really nice. That was it. Comic. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really nice. Um, we also met uh, Robbie um, Rodriguez. Rodriguez, co-creator of Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Yep. So yeah, I know Darren got his uh, Spider Gwen pop. Am I correct? Got it signed by Some, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> and then there, there were just. There's just other like s- like smaller you know uh, people around town who were just trying to trying to make their you know make a name for themselves and kind of show off their artwork, which were fantastic. Um, Did we and, talk about who we cosplayed as? I know we said like uh, oh, the costume was phenomenal. Guys, blah, blah, blah. check our Twitter for that. Yeah, but yeah, some of them who don't have like who does exit. Have hey, some people. Some people don't have access. Darren, I don't know who. Some but some people don't. do. I don't call out names. <laughs> but if you guys didn't see the pictures yet, uh, JT dressed up as Fat Thor from Endgame. Dick yes, Thor. it was. I, I think the costume was complete once uh, Robbie's uh, assistant gave me the pizza box. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I think once she went and got that for me, um, she was like, "Your outfit's now complete," and I was like, "I think you're right." And so I, I would like just stick it under my gut. Or whatever, and just walk around, and people will be like, "Oh, I know who you are now." And it's like, 
Yes. Yes, thanks. Yeah, anyways. And, and you were? Captain Marvel. Yes. Excuse me, what? Yes. <laughs> the, and... the fake one. <laughs> Excuse Mar- me. Is it Marvel? Don't you mean the... Was it? Before he Mar- was uh, Carol. No, but yeah, it was... Uh, I had Carol Sue from Endgame. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about uh, he adding a, a mask uh, to it, like the Captain Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel mask, because he had like that navy blue mask. Because mm-hmm. I know that would work perfectly with the suit that I got, but I didn't get it made in time. So next time I wear, it, I'll probably get an actual mask for it. So we'll see what happens with yeah, that. But he went as a in-game Captain Marvel. Pretty yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. And so, so I thought I looked better than Brie Larson. Well, yeah, you Brie were Larson. Sick. No, <laughs> but uh, there was like there was a bunch of other cosplays. Like I know, um, at Kitty couple, Pride yeah, Kitty, Kitty Pride, like Rogue, um, a yeah. bunch of Dark Phoenixes. Uh, they had Spider-Man, a Iron Man, they, Black yeah, Widow. Black Widow. They had Bruce the entire Man. Avengers yeah. there. Um, and then just it was real. Like going in there, I was like, mm, these, you know. Let's see how good these people can cosplay. Hey, but didn't you guys get there kind of early? So yeah, we got there right at ten. Yeah, we got there. Yeah, so it was like a little. You know how it starts off a little slow. Mm -hmm. Right. As the day goes on, people come in. Yeah, yeah. It it was a lot of fun. I mean, we just kind of sat there and um, got to see a lot of like different booths and talk about like talk about other people. You know, to other people about you know what they collect and what they do and uh, see their artwork and see their. You know their cosplays and stuff like that. So what were you gonna also, say? we uh, got to meet one of oh, our yes. viewers too. Yeah, so, oh, guys, y'all missed it. We missed one of viewers. our viewers yeah. was there. He yes. literally walked up to us. Jose, shout out to you. He walked up to us and was like, "Darren, JT, Dom," and we were like, "Huh?" And he was like, "My name is Jose. I'm I'm, I'm a listener." And we were like, "Wow, that's dope." That we were like, "Yes, that's so awesome." Did you did you get sign him? For no, well, yeah, no, we got, no, we got a picture. Did with he him. ask oh. where the rest of us were? Well, wow. Yeah, Sorry about yeah. it. Wow. <laughs> he didn't even ask. But also, uh, like, there were a couple. A of, listener? There were a couple of um. Just playing. Yeah, you know, people that walked around. Like, I remember this one girl. Uh, I was looking at pops, and she comes over to me, and she was like, she was like, "Hey, Thor, can I take a picture with you?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And we took a selfie, <laughs> and she was like, well, "You know, what are you doing here?" We just got, you know, we're chit chatting, and she was like, uh, and I said, "Yeah, me and uh, two of my friends over here, we're co-hosts of a podcast. The other two aren't here." And she was like, "Oh, what's y'all's podcast name?" And uh, I was like the East Coast Avengers, and she was like, "Oh, I've heard of y'all." So it was really cool to know that there are people out there. Shout out to all of y'all um, that listen to us and see us when we're out in public. So it's really cool um, to see all that. So, do you have anything else to add? Um, just it was just a great time mm-hmm. for. I'm glad uh, you and Darren had a great time for your first time being there too. Oh yes. And so. Hopefully we can try to get the uh, whole crew to come next year. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think next year we want to try to get a booth um, at the expo. All five of us be able to go, and then um, hopefully um, by then we can you know live stream us talking. You know, by having, having we a were, podcast. Yeah, by then uh, it's a year from now. Yeah, we've yeah, already yeah. achieved star fame uh pretty much have, yeah uh, pretty much yeah they'll probably be sold out for us yeah yeah um, i mean i mean if you want to sign up you know and pictures right. autographs whatever pictures will be costing five thousand dollars you get them now yeah buy them now. Like, yeah we're gonna have a pre-sale coming up tomorrow a cool five if you get them right now but for real though we want to get a booth and we want to interact with you guys and just have like a live stream going on where like we can all interact with you guys we can leave and go walk around the you know the uh, expo and y'all can come and be on the podcast if y'all want and just you know again just interacting with you guys as much as possible so um darren what do we got next um i actually had some lord of the rings news um so joseph mall from i'm not sure if i'm saying mall correctly but um he's from game of thrones he was, um, I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet, but he's supposedly to star in the Amazon series for Lord of the Rings. Um, and like this Lord of the Rings series, um, is like a high profile fantasy series, which like, uh, is supposed to be set in Middle Earth and takes place, uh, like it's preceding the Fellowship of the Ring. So I thought that was pretty cool. Guy from Game of Thrones is coming to, um, probably one of the coolest fantasy, you know, worlds out there is Lord of the Rings. Um, just thought I'd throw that in there before we hop in a really big subject that Josh and I love. Oh, yeah. Star Wars, of course. We started off with, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. Rise of Skywalker trailer is insane. Didn't it drop like two days ago? Yeah. 
Monday, Monday at seven. That so did tickets during the uh, Monday Night Football. That's right, and we actually picked up three IMAX tickets on the day of the premiere on the twenty-first, twentieth, nineteenth, nineteenth at nine fifty or whatever. Yeah. So the second showing. Because yeah. right. the first showing sold out like yeah, that. Yeah. So like actually, speaking of that. Uh, Rise of Skywalker tickets sold more tickets in one hour than any other movie in history, and it beat Endgame. Wow! So I think it doubled Endgame. Star Wars still Jesus. still has it. People are still pumped for this movie. Started it it back shows in. the longevity of this. I, I know Marvel's been around for a lot longer, um, but it just shows that how how kind of still the Marvel. Well, fan I mean, base is think about fun. it. Like we're twenty years old. We're a fan mm. of Marvels. People were twenty years old, fan of Star Wars back in, uh, in the seventies. Yeah, so 70s, they're you know yeah. they're they're like you know older now, sixty you know, but they're still like that's the original fans. fandom, I guess. Yeah, and kind of that they're still into. It. And it, if they had to pick one like nerdy thing to be into, between learning a new set of heroes from Marvel or learning or knowing what they already know from Star Wars, you know they rather pick Star Wars. So, like if Star Wars and Marvel were competing in a political co- debate. Star Wars has the gray vote. They have the the old people's voting, you know, because they just been around since the seventies, you know. So, yeah, I'm not surprised about those numbers. That's that's insane, though. Yeah, like, the fact that it beat in game. I saw this whole like list of comment after comment. Everyone like all these like diehard Star Wars nerds and fans. They were like. So glad to be Endgame, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. I clicked on the profile like 50 years yeah, old. Yeah, so much for a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. It was pretty funny. I'm pretty sure those people are not really happy that Star Wars beat them. Yeah. More so happy that Endgame got defeated. Well, you know what? It doesn't no, yeah, really. Yeah. It doesn't matter until the final box office. What's yeah. what's because you know, uh, the the Force Awakens was like number four oh all gosh. time. I think all right? time. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely in the top ten, and then of course Endgame blew it out of the water. The well, Infinity yeah. War cracked this the top this 10. this has got so a lot of writing on it. I don't know what this is gonna happen. So I know that they have all, all these these records for the pre-sale tickets and all that. What's gonna happen when the movie comes out? So wait, well, yeah, the movie's got a lot of writing on it. It's the last chapter of the last trilogy. The saga will of end. The yeah, last... It's the last chapter of the last trilogy, but it's also the last of all Star Wars. Yeah. Until I guess they reboot into. A I was going to say they're going to make more. They'll Star continue Wars to make movies. Star Wars things like the Mandalorian. They'll still continue. Yeah, so I, I, I was going to see if they were going to still. I don't know about. And I think saga. they'll still do Star Wars spin-off movies, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like but as Solo. far as like episode 10, 11, and twelve, I don't know if we'll get that for okay. another ten to fifteen years. But they'll still do like Star Wars shows. I'm sure. I think they'll continue the Clone Wars. A new season comes uh, drops. I think whenever. Disney Plus comes out, and I don't know if they're going to end the season then, but I think they'll continue to make more, because I don't think Star Wars is just going to end with this. Yeah, and um, is The Mandalorian, like, the only live-action Star Wars that's, like, left after? As far uh, as anything live-action, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. yeah. I know else everything cartoons. else is. That, a, that you know, cartoons, and then, of course, Star Wars, uh, the video game that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, the I can't remember Force? the name of it. No. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. But the thing about these trilogies is they really give an opportunity for Star Wars content to be produced because if you think about it, uh, all the trilogies, stuff was branched out from each one, from each trilogy. Yeah. So anyway, this doesn't mean they're going to stop because like, we got Rogue One, we got Han Solo, we might get another standalone Star Wars film. Who knows, takes place between episodes 8 and 9 or 7 and 8 or something like that. So. Yeah, this will be cool. I haven't watched it. Yeah, the trailer. But Josh and Darren are taking me back in time, and we're watching all Star Wars in the uh, the order that they came out. So we watched episode four. We watched episode five. We're planning on watching episode six maybe tomorrow night. Okay. But um, after that, we're gonna watch episodes one, two, and three, and then possibly if we have time, we'll watch seven and eight. Oh no, we are. It's not even a question. Okay, no, well, we're I guess one, three, then. Seven, eight, yeah. Wait, yeah we're skipping two then? We should. I want uh, y'all, to, but y'all not watching it in order. No, well, they want. If it was up to me, I would have started one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six. That's what I would have done. But I, I wanted to watch them in the order they came out. In the order, so, so four, like, five, six, yeah. one, two, three. I've seen it way seven. too many times that it doesn't matter. But he hasn't seen it in so long that you know what? If he wants to watch it his own way, that's fine. I do kind of hope that we can watch Rogue One because it Solo doesn't tie in like Rogue One does. I don't know if you've seen Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, I know Rogue One takes place between three and It takes four. place, yes, technically, but literally right before four. Like, I don't want to spoil anything because I know you've seen it, but I don't know if you remember, but it's literally right before four. Like, when you see Rogue One, you'll remember A New Hope towards the yeah, end. Yeah, I remember seeing Rogue One in the theaters, but, you know, obviously, having, having not seen the movies 
in like 10 years. I didn't know what was I, going I, know, on. I, I do. But I the cinematography was amazing. I definitely recommend. I think we should watch it. I, I don't have the movie. I think we'd have Rogue One. Uh, but it does help tie in. It, it really does help tie in the old prequels with the trilogy. Um, so. But yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I've liked episode four. This is a quick review. I liked episode five more than four. And they say two sucks. I don't know um, how bad it does. It's terrible. They say it's terrible. So. One is not good, but it's not terrible. Two is terrible. And then three is the best of the prequels. And honestly, I have a soft spot, soft spot for it. Because I think it... No, it wasn't the first Star Wars movie I've ever seen. I saw The Phantom Menace was the first one I ever saw. Then I saw episode three. I skipped two because I didn't know they were coming out with the two. And then I saw two and that was not pretty. And uh, <laughs> anyways, I've never... Yeah, never Jar Jar came two. in. Nobody no, really but no, yeah. It. I've always had a really soft spot for three. I love three. To me, it has the best... Honestly, the best choreography as far as fighting. Even better than the new trilogy. Just the best choreography I really like the emotion in 3, and it's just super fun, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's my opinion. Of course, I know I'm in the minority, but that's just my take. I quick, agree with Josh. Quick question. I hear this Organizative. a lot, and since y'all know your stuff, what what's so bad about Jar Jar? I, I literally, I just hear, oh, he sucks, and then, well, okay. and then everybody ends it. And I'll it's put like, it this way. I personally don't hate him like everyone else does. I just don't understand where, like... I think it just, you have to watch 4, 5, and 6, and then boom, pop in 1. It's just such a big contrast to the characters. It just drops. It's just it's... so random. Mm. I personally didn't hate it as much as everyone else, like I just said. But I did not like it. I don't it's think just, it did the movie any good. It, it, it was kind of, it, it was a nuisance. It was kind of unnecessary. It was very extra. It made it seem like... Was he a, for comedy effect? Or... It, yeah, it was, was a comic relief, but he wasn't funny. He, he was really just kind of dumb honestly he was so dumb that he wasn't funny so you're talking about like that chick from zombieland too pretty much <laughs> but i mean it, honestly she grew on me i didn't think she, she she was annoying at first but honestly i guess but if that annoying you felt when you first met her yeah that's jar jar the whole that's movie. that's the entire movie oh. because she she she's annoying for a little bit but then she kind of grows on you i don't yeah. know why to me she just did and i ended up actually liking her if you've you seen zombieland too you should probably see yeah it. but then jar jar he's so annoying but dumb he does dumb things. Did you ever see Transformers 2? Revenge of the Fallen? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're going to. two Transformer robots. Oh, the little tiny ones? The little Chevy. Yeah, like... The little toy combat. truck and the... Yeah, the tiny Chevys are red and green. Oh, Remember those they, guys. They fighting each other? Yeah. They could have been left at the movie and oh, they fine. Oh, so they're like that, but yes. worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's annoying. There are little funny things about him, but he's almost like putting Jesse Eisenberg in Star Wars. It doesn't... It's just very like... He's clumsy... But at the same time, you know, because Jesse Eisenberg is actually kind of funny sometimes. No, Jar Jar is just really clumsy, clumsy, but just so clumsy where you're just like, oh my god, get out of this scene, please. Get out. Like, I want to see more of Anakin, which he didn't do that good in anyway. I hate him. Yeah. You talking about in the first one? No, I just hate Jar Jar, period. Okay. He's pointless. Wait, isn't Anakin like a kid? Yeah, he's yeah. a kid. I, he, he, it's, it's played by, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's played by a young kid in episode one, and then Nicole obviously... Cole, yeah. Yeah, and then of course Hayden Christensen takes over in episode two and three. Yep. But as a kid, he, it, the acting is really bad. I mean, it's a kid actor. I remember how you really don't like kid actors. You're gonna have a blast on episode one, Christian. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be a blast seeing how bad of an actor Just he was. Look forward to seeing Darth I want, Maul. I want to hear your explanation on why you hate kid actors. He's just, uh, first of all, Christian has experience. never like. There are a couple ones like the girl from Logan. Yeah, the girl from Logan. The kids from A Quiet Place. You know, there's there's good. It's example. ironic because those two don't say a word pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, and those, have, <laughs> and those happen that. to be your favorite. Yeah, <laughs> because they're quiet, especially the deaf girl. I mean, but <laughs> yeah, because they're they're kids. They're inexperienced. They're, they 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 still learning how to be comfortable in front of a camera, and it definitely shows in episode one. It's very cringy, and honestly, yeah, like, like honestly, there are some scenes in episode two that Hayden Christensen is very not good it's oh very goodness, like where he's talking about um yeah Padme. it's cringy the acting is cringy oh, yeah and then he improves in episode three he really shows emotion toward especially in the end scene he really does grow on on me he did on episode two i didn't like him but anakin uh, as overall just not as the actors but as a character he could have done a lot better he could have been done a lot better so that's, that's what, what I've heard. I heard he was like because this okay, this, and then he just turned evil. That's what this. Uh, yes, I yes that you're kind of right on that, but that's what the biggest problem with the prequels is, is because this is supposed to be Darth Vader's backstory. But there's so many other side plots going on. Right. And the first episode, the first the like droids movie, made. it's all about like the first movie is honestly is kind of boring because it's a lot of political things, just a lot of like 
trade negotiations and just stuff that's before not... Before the Empire and the Rebellion. Yeah, so yeah. It's just a bunch of like trade negotiations and business and I mean, politics. I was a kid. It's but... just not Star Wars. It's not fun. It's not exciting like Force Awakens where immediately right. you're just having a blast. It's kind of like, about Kylo okay, what's going on? There. You don't even see Anakin until like almost midway through the movie and it's just boring. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my take on it. And uh, we'll get to episode one or two when we get there. What? Well, that that kind of sucks because I was hoping for a, uh, you know, uh, him spiraling down to being dark. I mean, he's Darth there, Vader. There are scenes that do allude to it. Yeah. But it's not the main focus sometimes. Like, they, it, especially, it especially episode two, they try to pinpoint that he had a love relationship with Padme. And that's, yes, you're right. That's kind of the spiral is his love life kind of collapsing. It's just. We we really wanted to see you know the movie is called Attack of the Clones, which is the Clone Wars, which the show is really fun, it's great, but the whole episode two is literally like watching a drama. It's like, it's just not Star Wars, you know. That sucks. Man. Towards the end, it gets kind of cool, I guess. But no, and then episode one, it's really great in the end because they fight Darth Maul. Uh, spoiler alert. But uh, and then episode three is just action constant throughout. It's just the Clone Wars and General Grievous and Count Dooku and oh, yes. it's a lot of fun. Battle Kashyyyk. I really yeah, well, that was mm. a lot of fun. So I love okay. episode three because that to me, if they did episode three with episode one and two, exactly they did episode three, just constant battles and stuff and, yes. and really showing because episode three has the most Anakin progression and the most emotion. If they had done that with yes. all three of the movies, imagine if they spread, prequels would have been great. If they spread that through all three movies, yeah, then you could have had some real character development. Yeah, exactly. So we'll get there when we get there, Christian. Of course, you get to decide for yourself. Maybe now, I, now keep in mind, I've seen all of these like ten years ago, one time. So yeah, so I know some stuff. So maybe looking back, you might actually like episode two. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But I, I just, I don't know. We'll, we'll get there when we cross that bridge. Count Josh is still there. upset with me because I've never seen any Star Wars. I'm upset movies. with you too, Dom. It's just I you guys knocked me for not. You guys knocked me last episode for not knowing Lenny Kravitz. Okay, I, but that's Lenny Kravitz. I guarantee you. Who's that again? Exactly. I honestly don't remember. Who's that. Lenny Kravitz? Hmm. I don't know. He's anyway, a famous musician. But clearly he's not that famous. I doubt that not as many people know him like they do Star Wars. That's a lie. That's a lie. Lenny Kravitz versus yes. Star Wars? Yes. Do a poll on it then. That's... Oh, okay. Do a poll on it. Who is he? Thank musician? you. He's, no, I'm not he's even like joking. He's like a singer though. guy. It's like he does music or whatever. Oh, you mean like oh, oh, oh you mean uh, like Bo Jackson? I've heard something about him. I guess yeah, but I really doubt he's nothing even close compared to Star Wars. I mean, come on, people, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it, well, well, I'm sorry to disappoint they you. He may be really good. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he's not even close to being as popular as Star Wars. I don't even know why it's an argument. I just think Lenny Kravitz has been around like 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 I mentioned. I I love Star Wars. I do. I just lost interest in it when it took a 10-year gap. Like, what, there's no sense in taking a 10-year gap to make another movie. It just lost my interest, and I was like... When I saw the first one, I was confused as all get-out, because I was like, who is this guy? Who is this Which guy? Which first one? The, the, the episode the, 7? I, I guess. The I one that know. came out in 2015, <laughs> or the first yeah. one that came out in 2001? 2015. In 2015. Or 1999. First one is in the newest trilogy. I was first like, I don't was. understand this. This makes yeah, zero sense. Yeah, that's why you have to like rewatch everything. That's well, the whole point of it. But I was like, I, it, I've i already seen him, so I was like, okay, is this going to continue on? No, it just, just like started its own thing, and I was like, I don't, this is Well, confusing. let me ask you this. Did you do a re-binge watch whenever Endgame was coming out? No, because I've already seen him. So you don't you do not do any, like... No. Oh, okay. Well, well never mind. Keep in mind that... Because if you said did, yes, that'd be just coming to, like... Keep on. in mind... But that makes it, sense. Infinity War did come out a year, as opposed no, to... No, I years. get that, but the argument that, oh, I've seen him before, that doesn't mean... You can still be caught up. There's no excuse. You can just watch it again. But if you don't do that anyway... Then okay, I guess just you're just not into that stuff. No, I mean it's not that I'm not into it. It's like I'm into it. Like I like growing up, Star Wars was my thing. But then again, 2005 to 2015, I did a lot of growing up, and that was no. There was no Star Wars. There was no mention of it. There was no. It was the movies. They were done. Episode six there was, was finished. There was a the little bit of shows. The misconception is that you have to watch all six of them before you watch Force Awakens. No, you can just watch four, five, and six. That that the new trilogy is literally derived from the original trilogy. You don't have to watch the prequels. Exactly. I suggest it because it just makes the story just more enriched. Skywalker exactly. exactly. It's just more enriching. But mm -hmm. no, you only need to watch 4, 5, and 6 to be caught up on the new trilogy. Are there any connections with the new trilogy with 
episodes one, two, and three? Are there any connections between those? So far, no, because I'm not like I said, the droids in the trailer. In the trailer, yes. So maybe this new one that's coming out will have things tied in. Have connections, but so no, don't have, don't have like any characters in the new trilogy. No, from, not cause one. Because all I know is that I know they have like, I mean, some it, it, except like R two D two and C B three, but there have been okay. all of them for like from the yeah, and they're yeah. droids. And so they don't really age, and so. So but like main characters, no, no, no. Everyone that's been in episode one, two, and three has not made an appearance in the new one. Okay. I, I, I think that they should. I would love to see. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. I would love to see like Hayden Christensen make some kind of cameo personally, but that's just me. But aren't they doing something with him though? I don't think so. I, I mean, nothing's I been reported. Something. He just showed up in uh, Star Wars Celebration, but that's pretty much oh, it. Oh, okay. That's it. But the, with the, I think you might be confused with the Obi Wan Kenobi show with Ewan McGregor. Okay, yeah, that's he's actually yeah. doing. McGregor, yeah. Finally, they're doing an Ewan McGregor Obi Wan Kenobi show. So that's Young, confirmed. Be. I will say another kid actor that I like is the girl in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is acting in a movie, in a movie, and oh, yeah. she killed it. So I do Going like some kid, kid actors, actors. Yeah. but most of them are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they just suck. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Carl in The Walking Dead was okay, but that's all I can think of. Everyone else is just terrible. Okay. But yeah, that, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Star Wars and um, who knows, maybe Dom will get into it because he hasn't seen any of them at all, but <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> All right. I think it's everything, right? I think that's it tonight, guys. It is. Yeah, good discussion. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll be back next week, hopefully, uh, with more news. Um, I'm glad we've been getting pretty good topics, honestly. Uh, so until next time, guys, and thanks for listening. Thank you Don't to our listeners. To like and subscribe. Yeah. And what was his name? Jose, right? Jose. Jose. Yeah. Sorry I couldn't meet you, bud, uh, but thank bye. you for listening, and just keep going, um, and we hope to meet some of the other guys that listen to us at some point. Until next time, guys. See ya. See ya.